Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Shantae, and you are tuning in to My Charlotte Sense. I am the host of this podcast, and today we are on episode mother effing fourth. This is January 14th. You're on episode four, and when I say for the new year, I've been consistent. You hear me? Consistent. Okay, I hope you all are doing the same way. It's doing the same as well, right? So you're probably wondering, damn, Shantae sound real good now. I got a new microphone. <laughs> I got a new microphone. I got a new microphone, guys. I'm so excited because um, if you all saw my old microphone, that was an old karaoke microphone on a little little rinky-dink as stand and when i say all of the all of my audio for the first three episodes sounded like this hello everyone my name is okay that sounds terrible and that's super obnoxious but you get the point it was mad annoying and so i decided to upgrade my skills and put you on uh put you give you all like this new experience with the podcast doesn't that sound good like doesn't it doesn't this sound amazing? I hope this sounds amazing. I really think it sounds amazing. So I decided to switch up the podcast a little bit. I noticed that last episode, I got really excited talking about ball on a budget and how to get out of debt. And with me talking so much, like I typically do, with me talking so much, I noticed that I didn't have time at the end to talk about Charlotte. So, how am I changing up the podcast? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you how I'm changing up the podcast. So, what we're going to do moving forward, I'm going to give you all either the tip of the week or the quote of the week, and then I'm going to tell you what's going on in Charlotte versus me telling you all what's going on in Charlotte at the end of the podcast, and then we're going to move on, move to the next segment, which is my Charlotte sense. So, let's get it! Get out, let's get out. Okay, so we're going to do quote, okay? So we're moving on to the quote of the week, um, the giddy up of the week, which you should know. Um, and this is just based off of my experience. So the quote of this week in which you all should understand is you attract what you think, okay? I'm gonna give you a prime example. Um, I was actually going to a... I was actually going to a Founders Day brunch. I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. I was actually going to a Founders Day brunch, and um, I'm a part of the I'm a part of the sorority Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and I was going to this brunch, and I had some thoughts, and a part of me, an undergrad, actually didn't have. I don't want to say the best experience, but. It could have been better. I mean, everybody may look at their life and say things could have been better. And going into the situation, I could have said, I'm pissed. I don't care to be around here. I have these old memories. I'm not happy. You know, I could have been like on some like, I could have been on some like, I'm not really feeling going to the Sounders Day brunch, right? I could have pulled back those old memories and said, 
I don't want to be around or I don't want to be here because I've had these memories. And honestly, a lot of people do that all the time. But I'm noticing that if I hold on to the past, how can that help me for my future? Especially if the past is negative. If the past is negative, how can that ever help me be my best self moving forward? So when I say you attract what you think about, Imagine if I had that outlook, like things weren't going to go so well. I wasn't going to be happy. Imagine how the turnout would have been if I had that mentality, like how if I if I had that mentality and I went there and I was just like, everybody's going to be against me. You know, I, if I just had that just negative mindset, I don't think it would have turned out as well. But honestly, right before me going to the brunch, I said, you know what? I'm going to be happy. Everything happens for a reason. I've built great connections with my line sisters, with my knee, my neos, with my profites, my big sisters, my little sisters, for those who are not in fraternities or sororities. And I said, I'm going to take this time to actually get to know, like, this is basically starting over and really building this relationships because I've been out of grad school for, damn, four years now. So it's kind of like, well, let me look, let me give it, let me give it a different perspective. And as a result, how I thought, right, coming in with an open mind, with a positive energy, it honestly manifested and it actually worked really well. Like it worked out. I had my my line sisters that I've built relationships with since I've moved to Charlotte. It's just been growing and I'm really grateful for that. So let's move on to the let's move on to what's going on in Charlotte. I know last time I was talk last episode I was talking about um, the university area of Charlotte. I want to talk about that a little bit more just to kind of go into what's going on in Charlotte. So going back to what I was saying, there's a, a few neighborhoods in Charlotte. For those who are not aware, there's a few neighborhoods in Charlotte. Um, one of the main areas that you typically hear about is University City. University City, that's near University of Charlotte, excuse me, U- University of North Carolina at Charlotte. That's that where that campus is, it's named University because of the university over there, the University UNC Charlotte that's in that area. So I actually live in the area, so I do a lot of research when it comes to what's going on in the area. Between, well, at the end of 2019 and at the end, uh, I guess early 2020, there will be construction going on in that area. What's happening? So we, we're having our second location for top golf i know i mentioned that but y'all this is about to be a big motherfucking deal this is about to be a big deal why because the people who are living here we're going to have more things to do more enter- more entertainment i'm noticing there's going to be a lot more entertainment a lot more housing and immediately when it comes to real estate that's going to drive up the value of our area right you get what i'm saying it's going to drive up the value of our area so um, Top Golf is coming. Uh, I, if you all are not aware, Top Golf is basically like bowling, but you're just golfing in like lanes, and you're just basically playing a game on who can hit the damn what do you call it a tee ball, whatever hit whatever. What I think it's called like the the white tee ball. I think it's called the longest or the farthest, and whoever hits it into a certain color uh, hole will receive a certain amount of points. Yada, yada, yada. It's a big trend. It's been, I guess, they, I think they started their business in Atlanta, and they've just been expanding. I think I'm lying. I don't know about that. But 
Yeah. So they're going to have it in university. Uh, Top Golf is going to be in university. SMG Studio Movie Grill. Um, for those who live in Charlotte, you know that the first Studio Movie Grill is in Epicenter in Uptown Charlotte. So the second location, the Studio Studio Movie Grill, will be in University. Okay, so I'm excited to see that because Studio Movie Grill is not just a movie theater. They off they also offer like the full blown meals. So I'm excited to see what they can do or what they can offer that's a little bit different than Epicenter because I know right now SMG also plays as a a club in the evenings and also on the weekends. So I'm curious to see what they'll do with that. Also, we'll be having a brewery that's coming into the area of university. Um, I want to say it's a, they're offering gluten-free beers, and I forgot what the place is called, but that's coming. A lot more housing is coming, but I'm noticing that as more housing is coming to the area, there's definitely more, um, the cost of living is increasing. So guys, keep that in mind when you all are renting and you're constantly renting and you're not looking at real estate. This is why I bought a house here in Charlotte because I know my rent is not going to increase each month versus, versus buying a home. Like you all understand that you live in a house. Say you live in an apartment, your, your fixed rate for that year is going to be what, let's say $800 over time. If you renew your lease, it's going to constantly increase and how the cost of living is constantly increasing in Charlotte. Of course, they're going to offer, they're going to offer the rate of the market value. So if, if the area is saying that monthly rent is for a two bedroom, two bath is $1,200, best believe it's a possible chance that your rent will be $1,200, even though you signed a lease to be in that house or well, in that apartment for $900. That's why I moved out of my old apartment. Well, our old apartment <laughs> and we bought a house. So that's that what's going on in Charlotte. Um, well, actually, I have more, but that's what's going on in regard to university. Now, Charlotte Restaurant Week is coming, okay? For those of you who are new to the area, Charlotte Restaurant, Restaurant Week is basically a week where a whole bunch of restaurants, over 130 restaurants or participating restaurants come in and offered these amazing discounts for you to experiment and try their food. So I've been to a few restaurants from Restaurant Week, which I probably wouldn't be able to afford on a regular day. And it's a great opportunity for you to find food, find food and find some new restaurants. So typically they have like your spring slash, I want to say fall, winter Restaurant Week. And then they have another one in the summertime, if I'm not mistaken. So this one is coming up and it's from January 18th to uh, January 27th. So make sure you all go ahead and look at that. I will have all this information on my website if you want to look at the links. Next up, I always talk about if you're building a brand, trying to get yourself known here in the area, try to um, network. So we have a the, the Charlotte's fifth annual uh, professional networking week. That will be from Tuesday, January 22nd to Saturday, January 26th. Um, tickets will be on Eventbrite. All you need to search is the fifth annual Charlotte Professional Networking Week on Eventbrite, and it should pop up. If not, it will be on my website. And next up, 
We are having NBA All-Star Week. Guys, this is so mother-effing important. Why? Because, first of all, it's coming to Charlotte. This is the second time it has um, come to Charlotte. I think the first time it was in the 1990s. So the second time it's going to be this year. So it's exciting because um, how often do we have the NBA All-Star Weekend? First of all, that comes to Charlotte. Second of all, this is the last year CIAA will be here so it's like a bittersweet moment because we need to enjoy Wild's hair because we don't know what's at, what's actually coming to Charlotte after CIAA and a lot of us, a lot of us who live in Charlotte, CIAA is like the black homecoming in Charlotte. Like, like that's the lit stuff. Like that's the lit, you know, the litty stuff that's to be going. That's going on. So let me give you all. Let me give you the rundown of what's going on during All Star Weekend, y'all. I ain't going to, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. So people are overcharging on tickets. You already know that you should be aware of that. Like the reason why I'm talking about NBA all-star weekend right now is because people are, are like, they're money hungry when it comes to these events. And it's like mad annoying because it's like, damn, I know NBA all-star never really comes here, but you shouldn't be charging a hundred dollars for some event that's uh or some for some brunch that's at a place that has a terrible rating at their you know at their restaurant like little stuff like that it's like y'all like y'all need to be mindful of stuff like this so i say all that to say make sure you all get your coins together and plan ahead if you're going to be partying in um charlotte for nba all-star weekend so here's a rundown friday they have the mountain dew ice rising star practice at 11 a.m um, then we'll have at 7 p.m. There will be the NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. Unfortunately, I don't know about you, but I didn't have access to the Celebrity Game. And if I, I think if we did have access to the Celebrity Game, they were mad expensive, or the resale ticket was mad expensive. So um, that will happen at seven uh, seven o'clock. At 9 p.m. There will be the Rising Star Game. So that's for your rookies and people who are new to the NBA. They will be competing amongst each other. What I love about the Rising Stars game, that is at 9 p.m. that Friday. And it's, the tickets are $30 versus the Celebrity Game, um, which will be much more expensive. So tickets are actually still available for the NBA Rising Star. I would highly recommend that you go on the NBA website to look at tickets versus um, looking on like these third-party websites because they can trick the hell out of you. Um, next day, uh, for Saturday, uh, there will be a NBA all-star media day. Um, there will be the NBA all-star practice, which is at 12. Then, um, that evening at 8 PM, there will be the all-star, uh, the all-star game that Saturday night. And then you'll have the skills count uh, challenge, the three point contest, uh, and the slam dunk contest. For those who live in Charlotte, you are aware that none of us have fucking access to, excuse my language, but none of us had access to buy tickets for the All-Star night that Saturday night. I don't know why, because we really wanted to see the third, uh, the slam dunk contest, but they on some fugazi shit that, that shit I ain't with it. Okay. So Sunday, they're going to end it up, um, end everything with the NBA, the 68th NBA All-Star game which is pretty cool. And that's going to begin at 8 p.m. So if you are traveling to Charlotte for all of that, make sure you all get your life, okay? You better get an Airbnb. Um, you know, the closer you are to um, 
the uptown area, you know, it's going to be mad expensive when it comes to hotel and, uh, I guess accommodations. So if you have a friend that you could stay with, try to stay with that good old friend. If you can rent an Airbnb, I would try to rent an Airbnb on the outskirts of uptown. So I would try to do maybe Indian trail, even Matthews, honestly, and, or something that's right off the light rail, right off the light rail. So if you get an Airbnb in Noda, you can go ahead and park at the, um, near, well, park at the parking lot right off the light rail and catch the light rail into uptown. Like just be strategic about it. And if you need any help with that, feel free to email me at shantaecreates at gmail.com. Shante, S-H-A-N-T-E, creates at gmail.com. All right. So now we are going to move on to the last segment, which is called My Charlotte Sense, okay? This is the part where, you know what? I'm actually, I need to do like an introduction right here because I don't know why. Like, I just feel like it needs to be like a, don't my Charlotte Sense, yeah. Like, it needs to be something like that. I don't know what it needs to be because I haven't figured it out yet. But I want to actually continue our conversation when it comes to Balling on a budget. I know a lot of you all um, thought that the information was really helpful. I'm really glad that it did help a lot of you all. And I'm really grateful that you all took the time to actually listen to my podcast. Thank you. So this week is actually part two to balling on a budget. But this today is I'm going to give you all tips to help you save money. And it's really going to be up to you to utilize these tips in order to live your best life and really get out of debt and ball on this budget because it's best. It's good. You, the point of me talking about ball on a budget is saying you can still live your best life and you can still live a happy life. Right. And don't feel like you always have to spend. So I wrote down my top 10 favorite tips in regard to just balling on a budget and just really living your best life. So number one, carry cash. Guys, I cannot, guys, ladies, listen to me. I cannot stress enough the importance of carrying cash, carrying cash over bringing your debit card. If you carry cash, say, say you decide to go out, right? So you decide to go to the club or you decide to go to this event. If you pull out, say $20 and cash, and you tell yourself, I'm going to leave my debit card at home and I'm going to keep this cash on me. And whatever I spend is whatever I spend. It. When I can't use my card anymore, mentally, you are going to keep track of that cash. And once it's gone, you're going to be very cognizant of how you use it, right? Versus if you bring your debit card with you. You're going to just be swiping. You don't care. <laughs> YOLO. You just, you live in the moment and you'll just swipe your card constantly. And you typically forget, oh shit, I got to pay my bills tomorrow. It's the first of the month. So carry cash with you. I've had a lot of success with this because what I'll do is I'll pull out cash and say, all right, I'm going to this, this event. This is, I'm going to spend $20 on drinks and that's it. That's it. I'm not spending any more. And I'm very mindful of, I'm very, very, very mindful of how I'm spending my money. So if I do decide to buy a drink, I won't ask, hey, 
I, I won't just say, hey, give me an amaretto sour. I'm saying, hey, what deals do you have? Because in my mind, I'm knowing, all right, I have this amount of money, so I need to spend it wisely. The next tip will be freeze your mother effing credit cards. Like, y'all, I cannot stress enough. Freeze your credit cards. The reason why I said this is because I didn't realize the power of freezing my credit card until a few weeks ago. I'm going to be real. My credit card, I was literally spending too much mother effing money on my credit cards. And eventually I was just like, you know what? I'm about to freeze my account. I noticed that once I freeze my accounts, I had auto pay payments that were trying to be, that were actually trying to access my account that I didn't even realize I had uh, automated payments on my credit card. And so immediately, once I freeze my account, it declined that transaction. I was aware of it and immediately I canceled my, um, that transaction or that membership. Also, what I love about freezing my account is if you're cognizant of your account being frozen and you tell yourself that you're not going to use it, the good thing about this is you can pay down your debt, put your credit card somewhere, right? Put your credit card somewhere once you pay off your debt and really rely solely on your debit card. But you cannot just feel like you're, you, you cannot just feel like, well, you cannot just use your credit card just because you have it. This is money that you don't have. So every time you swipe your credit card, that credit card company is like, oh, that's another thing that, that's more, Shant- that's more money Shantae owes me. So just keep that in mind. Next one would be have a savings account separate from your checking account. Y'all, when I say keeping my savings account and my checkings account separate from each other has been a mother effing lifesaver. Why? Because I, at one point when I had my my savings account and my checkings account in one app or, or one account, I noticed that I would immediately, like say my debit account, well, my checkings account was running low, I would immediately transfer to my, um, transfer money from my savings account to my checkings account. And what's the whole point of having a savings account if I'm always going to transfer money? So what I did was I set, I set up this account called, it's called Simple, it's an online banking account. You can look it up. I really love Simple because they don't charge you these outrageous banking fees. And I, um, every time I received a paycheck, I transferred a certain amount of money over to, uh, my savings account. And so, so it's basically kind of like out of sight, out of mind. I was able to save up $10,000 just by doing this method. So look into that. I'm telling you that's really going to help you out. Also, another good, cool thing that I noticed was, um, have your company. So say you're working somewhere, have your company deposit your check in, to two different separate um two separate accounts by percentage. So when you are filling out your deposit information for your company or for the place you work, they typically say, "Where do you want us to deposit this money?" And we're Im- immediately all of us are like, oh, "Deposit all that shit into our my checkings account." But don't don't get fooled, y'all. Don't get fooled. You have the option to. Uh, split that paycheck into two accounts. This is very smart. You could do, um, I know one method I tried uh, a while ago was the 80 to 20 rule where 20% would go into my savings account and then the other um, 80% will go into my checkings account. 
this was really smart because I didn't realize what was coming into my check. So every Friday or every paycheck that I received or every payday, I only received that 80% and didn't even realize that I was accumulating a savings because I separated my money initially. The next thing would be, sis, leave your mother effing debit card at home. I'm telling you, leave your debit card at home for various reasons. I don't really need to go into this. If you know you got money and you know you got your debit card, what are you going to do? You're going to spend money no matter what. Um, another bad, another thing that I'm noticing is y'all got y'all um, online. There are, you have the opportunity, especially at online store, on online stores, you have the opportunity to save your credit card or your debit card information. Immediately, once that, once they capture that information and you save it, you are psychologically, you are prone to purchase items without even using your debit or credit card, causing you to be in a rut. Y'all don't, don't fall into it. Don't save your, your debit card information on these websites because that immediately trains you to purchase items. Now, if you have discipline and you know that you're not going to purchase stuff, then okay. But I'm telling you, if you don't have discipline, just leave your debit card at home and don't save your debit card information on these websites. Next, plan out your week. So the reason why I say plan out your week, this is really important because when you're planning out your week and you say, so say for instance, it's Monday, it's Monday and your friends are saying, Hey, I want to do this. Hey, we want to do that. Right. Be mindful, plan out your week and say, all right, y'all, I can't do everything. Cause we're, we're balling on a budget. I can't do everything, but I'm willing to do this on Saturday, but I won't do this on Sunday. Right? Like you're compromising saying, all right, I have this amount of money that I'm going to spend and this is how I'm going to do it. So plan out your week and say, Say what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. Plan out what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. The next thing would be um, limit paid events. Explore free events. Y'all, I cannot stress this enough. When I started graduate school, I noticed that your girl was on a mother effing budget, like on some real shit. Like we was on a budget, like money was tight. Bank account was on E, like E. So basically what I did was I started exploring free events. I still wanted to network. I still wanted to meet people. So what I did was I decided to um, go on Eventbrite. And with Eventbrite.com, the the really cool thing about Eventbrite is They'll say, here are all the events that are going on, or these are all the events that people uh, will create it. You can filter out on Eventbrite all the free events. That's what I, I do that faithfully. If I want to go to the event and I'm not trying to pay anything, I'll do that. And I'll, I'll filter out all the events that are free and then look based off of the events that are free. And guys, believe it or not, there are some events that are lit and they are free. Like I went to one event, um back in 2018 where um they were talking about the things that were happening in charlotte they offered they offered heavy hors d'oeuvres and when i say i got full off those hors d'oeuvres like for real like you could really have you a good time at these free events you don't always have to pay for stuff and sometimes people are just just trying to take your money i'm not even gonna lie i be i'm very skeptical of uh, uh, paid events and sometimes i feel like some people are just trying to just really take your money, but that's a whole whole nother story. Next one is carpool or take the light rail. A lot of you all, 
either wake up late or you don't feel like riding with people. But honestly, you guys, if you really trying to ball on a budget, you better take your ass on that damn light rail here in Charlotte or uh, carpool with people. Like, why? Why? If you have somebody and y'all go work at the same job and y'all wake up at the, on the same day and y'all get there, y'all get to work at all, around the same time, why not carpool? You know, especially if they live near you. Why not carpool? Why take your car Every, every day that you're driving around, that's gas that you got to pay for. Now, what I love about, um, what I love about carpooling is Waze actually has a new app where it's Waze Carpool. And if you live in a certain area and you put in where you're going around that time, around a certain time, Waze will track people who actually are going near that area or to that area and see if you all can connect to carpool. It's actually a really good Thing. And if you all are not familiar with Waze, Waze is a GP is very similar to Google Maps or Apple Maps. It's basically um, a navigation app where I really love Waze. So Waze is W A Z E. So look up Waze Carpool. It's pretty cool information. I'm running close to time, so I'm gonna hurry up. Um, the next one is look at your account statements and determine what's being taken out of your account. Guys, now when I talk about this, I am talking about those subscriptions. I've noticed that um, it's this thing called freemium. Freemium is basically where, say for instance, you got an iPhone. You get this iPhone, um, but it the iPhone technically isn't free. Of course, it comes with your plan, but you think some of the apps on the iPhone is free, are free. And sometimes it is free. But the only thing about those apps is sometimes... Apple will try to get you to subscribe to i uh, iCloud plan, or sometimes Apple will to get will try to get you to subscribe to their Apple Music, and you're constantly paying uh, premiums that you're not even realizing you're signing up for. You may realize you're signing up for it, but they all sign up this auto pay system where it's constantly being taken out of your account, and you don't even realize it. So start checking your account to determine. What worthless subscriptions are you signed up for? Y'all, I realized that I was signed up for some apps that I wasn't even using. And they was taking out $8, $9 out of my account each month. That shit really got to me because I was like, damn, I don't even use this app. Like, I deleted this app months ago and you guys are charging me each month for this piece of crap. So keep that in mind. Um, The next thing would be set up an auto pay for your um, set up auto pay payments um, during the days of your payment cycle. So say you get paid on the 1st and the 15th, set up your auto pay. I personally would suggest that you set up your auto payments on the 1st of the month so you know that you got all your bills out the window and whatever money you have left is your money, but what do you do with that money? What do you decide to use that money for? I think that's a great a great plan of action because this is this is really good because you are able to plan out your weeks if you want to go out with friends. You're able to plan out what debt you want to pay down. You're able to plan out what you can do um, throughout the month uh, when your actual your reoccurring debt is paid off for the first of the month. So look into that. But these are my top 10 tips on balling on a budget. Thank you all for, um, thank you everyone who listened to the first, um, the first episode of 
of, well, excuse me, part one of balling on a budget and getting out of debt. I hope these tips help you. I want you all to keep in mind for this week, be mindful of your transactions. Like this is the whole point of me talking about balling on a budget and getting out of debt. Be mindful of your transactions. People spend money on the most frivolous items. If it's liquor, if it's cigarettes, if it's beer, if it's weed, who knows? Whatever you're spending your money on, it doesn't matter. But guys, if you don't need it, honestly, put that to the side. Because at the end of the day, you all have goals in mind. And sometimes these goals cost money. So the whole point of me talking about balling on a budget and getting out of debt is for you to be mindful of your transactions. You should be looking at your transactions frequently and saying, this is what I'm doing. This is how I need to do it. I like literally it's a point where I always second guess myself when I'm about to make a purchase. I'm at a point where I go to the store and I used to buy hella shit. I used to buy stuff I did not need. But now it's a point where I am very mindful of what I'm spending my money on. And you all should do the same as well. So question yourself every time you're swiping your card. Question yourself every time you're going to the store and just be very strategic in regards to spending money. Now, if you are interested in buying, renting, or selling your home in the Charlotte or surrounding areas, feel free to email me at shantecreates at gmail.com. Shante, S-H-A-N-T-E, creates at gmail.com. Be sure to follow me at Shante Creates on Instagram and Facebook. And I I will see you all next week. Bye.